looking for the best desserts in the city of Montreal, look no further. With five locations around the Montreal area, including my home location on Tachereau Boulevard in Brossard, check out Les Delices Lafrenet. This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace, your all-in-one real estate point of sale. Episode 136 is on. This is the Drive-By Podcast, and I'm Freeway Frank. Thank you so much for listening in today. This is the Tuesday edition for this week, and I am absolutely pumped because after this solo session, you will enjoy, as I will, a guest sitting right across from me and then another guest next week and many more lined up on future episodes of the Drive-By Podcast. A lot of people ask, hey, Frank, what are you working on? Are you working on anything? Yes, always working at making this podcast better and getting it next level. The last few months have been busier than I thought, with especially with uh, what was going on with my little pooch Enzo. A lot of people still asking about how Enzo's doing, and thank you for all your well wishes. 13 years old, Enzo has recovered nicely after two months of having spinal surgery, which was serious surgery, and anything can can go wrong when you're having surgery as a human, you know, yet alone when it's a dog or an animal getting surgery. So we are happy to report Enzo has recovered very close to 100% and is looking great. And we're loving every minute of it and him, of course. So thank you so much. I'm going to start off today's podcast with a tweet. And I'm not on Twitter very often, but it's something that I would like to, I guess, be back on, even though there's way too many trolls on there and people that are just miserable in life. You know, if you spend any time on, I shouldn't even say Twitter because it's called X now, but okay, the artist or the site formerly known as Twitter. And X is now, it's more vile than ever. And I'm not blaming Elon Musk. I'm blaming, it's not even a matter of blame because people could do whatever the heck they want. But it just feels like it's the most vile place. And people, you know, I know I haven't put out a tweet in a while. I put out a tweet and (laughs) you just know they're going to come after you. And sometimes you just wonder, are people just tweeting back at you or Xing back at you, whatever it's called, because they're just miserable Fs or they can't have some a debate with, without being nasty. That's what it comes down to. So here was my tweet. My tweet was, and you wonder why the rest of Canada hates Quebec. Okay, maybe it was a little strong, but it's true. I've lived in British Columbia for almost a decade, Ontario for seven years, Alberta for four, and I've lived the rest of the time here in Quebec. I've always considered myself, I always call myself the true Canadian because I've lived in every major province, major province, not everywhere, but every major province in Canada. So I know how we view the rest of Canada and I know how the rest of Canada views us. And even though the rest of Canada has always given Montreal a good report card because people love, Montreal is the Vegas of Canada. People love coming here, partying, going to great restaurants. They love the Montreal Canadiens. You know, obviously a lot of people don't like the Canadians, the ones that are Leafs fans, but for the most part, Montreal has a really good reputation. Unfortunately, it's in the province of Quebec. And the province, and I say that, even though I was born here, and I am a Quebecer, 
an English Quebecer, but because Quebec has always done things their own way. And many times Quebec gets the bad rap or the bad reputation for doing the things it does. Oh, you know, like Bill 96 and language disputes and university tuition doubling. You've heard of that now. Legault government here in Quebec is doubling university tuition fees for international students coming here, doubling uh, because it's obviously it's English schools and that's what they want to eliminate the uh, the English language if they had a choice and that's what makes the rest of Canada I guess look at us like a bunch of crybabies not to mention all the transfer payments in the past a lot of monies coming over here to Quebec mostly because of language of course sovereignty issues and then the fact we've had a lot of really underperforming lame in this case woke and disastrous leaders from, from Quebec, i.e. Justin, I almost called him Justin Timberlake. I know NSYNC is back, uh, Justin Trudeau. And so I put on X, and you wonder why the rest of Canada hates Quebec. Booing 18-year-old Connor Bedard, really? Why? And here was my point. So for those of you who are not hockey fans, don't know who Connor Bedard is, he plays for the Chicago Blackhawks. He's 18 years old. He is the top pick in the NHL starting this season. And so you have an 18-year-old kid on the ice, the star of the NHL, the new star of the NHL. And he's going to be wearing the Canada jersey at some point. He's playing on Team Canada. And what do Montreal Canadiens fans do? They boo him every time he touches the ice. It makes no sense to me because I understand if it's you're booing the entire team when they come on the ice. A lot of rinks do that. I understand if you're booing the hockey goon or the, the player, the fighter on the other team. I understand if it's the Boston Bruins and Luchik or it's uh, Brad Marchand and just dickheads. And, and I'm sure they're not necessarily dickheads in life, but they're, they have that a-hole disposition when they're on the ice and you're not a Bruins fan, cheer for the Montreal Canadiens. I get it why you would boo those guys, but you don't boo, in my opinion. The 18-year-old kid, I mean, the top pick, the guy, as I said, who will be donning the Canada jersey at some point, you're going to be cheering. First time at the Bell Center in front of his family. He's from North Vancouver, British Columbia. The whole family's here. What do Habs fans do? And I'm not saying all of them, they boo. So here are some of the messages that I received. And some people were just absolutely, how can I say it, miserable in some of their tweets. Some people, not, not, not just because people agreed with me that I'm going to say, oh, those tweets were great. Now, when I put a tweet like that, I, I guess it's a little strong by saying why Canada hates the rest of Quebec. But what I mean by that is, not that Quebec is a horrible place, but when you do things like this, that's the, the impression that you put out towards people, that this place has zero tolerance, that this place boos at the wrong time, that this place is always complaining about something. That's, that's the impression that the rest of Canada gets. When on a hockey night in Canada, you boo the top Canadian player, the first pick who is now playing for Chicago.
So somebody writes, I mean, it's a sign of respect. Let's be honest. Hab fans boo the, the best players of the opposing team. So for them to boo Bedard means that at 18, they considered him the best Chicago has. I would be honored if the Bell Center booed me. Now, when they asked Connor Bedard what he thought of the boos, here's what he said. No, I loved it. It was great. Um, yeah, I didn't really think about it before the game, but I thought it was awesome. Did you expect to get booed? Yeah, I, just, yeah. um, I, I didn't think about it before the game, but yeah, like I said, I liked it. Do you actually take that as kind of an, an honor to get booed? <laughs> uh, didn't think about it too much. Um, it's good, I guess. You know, I think, I mean, of course, I haven't done anything yet, just uh, starting, but to get that. Um, right now, it was, it was good, and uh, I think that makes the game more fun when the crowd's really into it like that. And um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm not convinced by what Connor Bedard said that he really liked it. It's almost like he was going, he was being diplomatic, right? But you could tell it when he was asked again by his face. He probably didn't like it because his family was there, and there was no reason to really boo him. Now, there were some people that made the argument that Canadians fans boo Habs players that return to the Bell Center that used to play for them. Yeah, that's even worse. Like, I couldn't believe when Max Pacioretty, the former captain of the Montreal Canadiens, came back, or when P.K. Subban, who everybody loved and adored, and did all this stuff for children's hospitals, and people couldn't get enough of P.K., he gets back on the ice, he's playing on the opposing team, and... They're booing him. This is my point. It makes absolutely no sense to boo a guy unless he does something on the ice, cross-checks, takes somebody out, does makes a, a an obscene gesture, does something that's, that's not right. You don't do that. But then again, these are the same Montreal Canadiens fans, and I'm not saying all Habs fans because I'm a Canadiens fan as well, that have booed a guy like Carey Price when he's had a bad game. So people say, well, it's Montreal and this and that. Well, yeah, it's, that's the point. It's that it is Montreal and we have a class, supposed to have a historic franchise, classy organization. And this is what we do to players. At the end of the day, if somebody also wrote to me, Frank, are you turning uh, woke? Are you being a soft? What's happening to you? Are you going all soft? No, I'm not going all soft. But when you punish somebody as a fan, when you go after somebody, it has to make sense. You don't just boo people, boo other humans, put people down, treat them like crap if they don't deserve it. That's what I'm getting. This kid did not deserve it, and that is my point. I will never be a soft guy when it comes to that. I will never go woke. Don't you worry about it. Awake, but not woke. But these, some of these people on X start going after me saying, I need to chill. I need to relax. I'm just sitting there and saying, well, relax. How do they know my tone and how I'm saying it? I'm not using all caps. I'm not, they can't hear my voice. What? They could just imagine it and assume that I'm angry and emotional. No, I don't give a shit, to tell you the honest truth. And I don't even watch as much hockey as I used to watch before because there were a lot of things that happened in the last couple of years that really turned me off, especially with the NHL and professional sports. So, you know, there's a big part of me. I will always be a hockey fan and I'll always be a sports fan, but there's a part of me that's rubbed me the wrong way so many times. You know, I'm not even that obsessed hockey fan or fan hate that word, 
that I used to be because I think it's ridiculous. You know, when you obsess on anything, there are only humans like you and I. And yes, I love the game. And yes, I support my city and my team. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get all hard and excited because a hockey player is right in front of me. At the end of the day, your job is to play hockey. You wear skates. And my job is a microphone. And someone else's job is you know, fixing the pipes at your house. Another person's job is to clean it. You know, we're all people. Connor Bedard, 18-year-old, should not have been booed, in my opinion. And I stand by that. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast, it's number 136 is sponsored by the great people at Les Delices Lafrenette, Montreal's, voted Montreal's top bakery and pastry shop year after year. Why is it my favorite? I love the cakes. I love the fact they could make any cake you want for any celebration. I love the fact you can go in there, get all these great pastries, and bring them over to somebody's house. And every time I go to somebody's house, that's where I go. That's my go-to spot. I bring these incredible pastries, and they make for, we say in Italian, una bella figura. It's a nice look on you, right? As opposed to, you should never be going to anybody's home empty-handed. But if you go to the Deleuze d'Afrenet, you will always do la bella figura. Because it's gonna, the, the stuff, I mean, it just looks amazing. It looks amazing, and then it even it tastes even better. Les Deleuze d'Afrenet has five Montreal locations. And if you're looking at getting amazing cannoli, or incredible lobster tails. And no, for you, manja cakes out there listening in, uh, lobster tails is not a seafood. It's lobster tails. It's a pastry, and it's my favorite. Or you're looking for some incredible strawberry shortcake, cappuccino cake, oh, one of my faves. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. Check them out once again online, lesdelicesLafrenet.com to order your custom cakes, or go in store and see the delectables for yourself and bring them back home or to whatever party you're heading to this weekend. Les Delices Lafrenet. Many people are concerned about Britney Spears. By the way, she's still, I was just talking about X and Twitter. Years and years and years ago, Britney Spears followed me and uh, she's still following me on X, on Twitter. Not that it means anything, but okay. Britney Spears follows me. Uh, congratulations, Frank. Whoopie do. You just said, it doesn't really matter. People are people and all that. It's true. But I love Britney, and I'll tell you why. I've always respected Britney for being herself. Many people are concerned about her these days because she always has this new, these new videos, these new reels on Instagram where she's doing like pretty weird things. The, the last one she put out was in terms of the last of the weird... They're all weird. But the last thing she put out was her playing and dancing with knives. I'm not sure if you caught this video. Yeah, she was playing Enigma in the background. And she was, you know, and she said that those knives weren't real. But you hear, <laughs> you hear the knives hitting each other and going clink, clink. They sounded like they were real. But I don't know if that had a message or any kind of significance with the knives or something, I don't know, to her ex-husband who she just separated with. But anyway, her, her videos, she's got, look, I love Britney Spears, but she's got that crazy look. And before I met my wife, I never felt like my, okay, so I've always felt that 
there are, don't get me wrong, there are, I don't date men though, so I'm gonna talk about women. There are women that just have the crazy look. And I remember when I was single, I could pick out the crazy look. Like I could look at them and say within, I don't know, a couple of minutes during the date, oh, there's the crazy look, you know? So not all women have it, but some women have it temporarily. So I'll get, I'll get, I'll give you an example. My wife will have the crazy look when I do something that's insanely stupid or when I do something that she knows I know pisses her off and I still do it. She'll get that look of crazy for a second. But she never had the crazy look, which is the reason why I married her, before we got married or after the fact. As I said, she doesn't really have the crazy look. Everyone can boop like have some steam coming out of their ears when they lose their shit. But I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about when you temporarily lose your shit and you have the crazy look or you get the crazy eyes. I'm talking about women who are who just have the continuous crazy look. Now, back in the day, I never felt like Britney had that. But I feel with her conservatorship, being able to be independent after so long and not having her father control her life and every aspect of her life. I mean, she was put through the ringer with all that stuff. And I feel bad for her. I feel like that the crazy came out in her, but they made her crazy. Because let's be honest, some men just make women crazy. Most of the time when women are crazy and have the crazy look, it's because men have messed with them so long, they just, they just have a consistent crazy in them. And I, I, I blame men. Guys, I blame us. Because men could push women to that extent, no doubt about it. It is possible that most women that have the crazy, that crazy look that is continuous, it's because somebody, somebody, most probably a man, <laughs> who could be a father, of course, or a father figure or a boyfriend, an ex of some sort that um, did something to them. That's it. They're past the point of, of no return. So I believe that, that Britney Spears, when she puts out these videos and she has that look, I mean, look at her eyes. You know, it's like it's the lid has flipped. And it's too bad because I really like Britney Spears and I always, always have. But you could go back five years. You could go back 10 years when she was going through that and the look was always there. But then if you go back really early on, the look, didn't seem to be there when she was younger but as the years went on and the more more fame she acquired i guess the more popular she became the look started to come out in her eyes is anyone following me here on the <laughs> on the crazy yeah the good the bad and the ugly no the good the bad and the crazy all right last night i was coming back from uh, doing a gig and i've noticed this since the end of uh, the the mess we call the last three years is it just me or is nothing open anymore after like nine o'clock sometimes it's it's like 8 30 you're driving in your neighborhood and nothing is open now i live in an area that's very populated and the whole area has a massive stores restaurants and it's a sunday night and it's 9 10 and I can't find anything open besides a convenience store and a McDonald's. It's, it's crazy. And you're thinking, wait a minute here. There must be something open. There has to be some kind of restaurant that is open late. Not that I like fast food, but when you're dying and you want to eat something and that's all they have. It didn't seem like that 
going back several years. It seemed like when I was growing up, everything was open. And especially in a city like Montreal, you could go anywhere. Everything was open. You wanted a late night. And I'm not talking Friday or Saturday night here. And even so, sometimes on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, after 10 o'clock, all these places are closed. So if you want a bite, and I know some of them just remain open for, for Uber Eats and, and all that, but the quality of food to me seems to decrease. It's just, you know, you're, you're gambling, basically. The later it gets, you're gambling. It just seemed like back in the day, you could get anything you wanted. You could go somewhere and eat something late night, seven days a week, and something was always open. And now it's only the go-to several, you know, restaurants here and there, fast food places. And you have to be in areas where you have these 24-hour drive-thrus or 24-hour restaurants. And again, Montreal still has them, but I'm not going to drive 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes one way and then 15 minutes the other way just to go get something to eat. But is it just me or do you find this? Because I was in Toronto and I remember when I lived in Toronto, places were open again till late even on a monday tuesday night you could find some sushi or pizza or whatever late at night and and, okay so it's lack of workers there's no doubt and then it's the generation as well that's what i've come up with lack of workers because nobody wants to work anymore and especially if you're part of the latest generation you're like ah I'm not working for that kind of money to do this or that so they don't have anybody and that's why they're always looking to hire people it seems. And I know I have a lot of friends in the restaurant business or the cat. They're always looking to hire people and there just seems to be nobody available, which is my biggest pet peeve. And I know if you're listening right now, you know what I mean? It's like when you want something, even yesterday I was like, okay. Uh, and, and again, I'm not saying it has to be an incredible place, but I'm like, okay, um, let's look at this rest restaurant. Nope not open this fast food restaurant no not open this other place no not open they're all closed the only one being open as i said mcdonald's 24 hours and then you're in a lineup six seven eight cars deep in two different lanes and it seems to be taken forever they mess up your order and they forget the straw and they forget sometimes you ask for ketchup and they don't give you ketchup they don't give you napkins sometimes they do sometimes they don't and they wrap whatever they're giving you and it's fast food yes but what happened it's fast food but you're not getting it quickly and then they're wrapping the wrapper they're kind of you know they're not folding it properly it's almost like they're just throwing it there it's the same thing i notice when you go and somebody makes you, you go to tim hortons and they, one of those breakfast sandwiches they never seem to it's almost like they throw the cream cheese on there plop top and bottom of the bagel or of the french bread together and they just throw it there it doesn't seem like there's any effort put into preparing that sandwich that you're buying it just seems everything is rushed and ah, it's just not like it used to be not like it used to be but i'll tell you where it is exactly like it used to be and they do it right is les délices la frenette which by the way they also will prepare platters for you if you want meat platters cheese platters you're having friends over maybe you're having girls night maybe you're having a poker game with the boys they'll do that for you as well they have the tomato pizza all different kinds of pizzas you cut them up in squares serve them at your party this weekend check them out les délices la frenette not only desserts and custom cakes 
and the best desserts in Montreal, but all that stuff I just mentioned with their five Montreal locations. Check them out. It's Les Delices Lafrenet, our newest sponsor, and I thank them so much for sponsoring the Drive-By Podcast, which has come and gone for episode 136. Thank you so much for listening in. Remember to five-star on Spotify or review or comment on Apple, and I appreciate that. Past episodes with guests available on YouTube as well, and more coming your way in the next few episodes. Look forward to telling you who will be joining me. It'll be a lot of fun here at the Drive-By Studios. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace, your all-in-one real estate point of sale. 